everybody welcome to another episode of real time cooking with henna and today we are making a really cool um an easy super simple indian dish called alu matar um, which just translates into potatoes and peas um it's just super simple um it's it's something that my mom used to make when there was literally no time to make anything else uh, so this is really, really simple, um, and here we go. We, you don't even need a lot of spices for this one. So what I'm doing right now is um, I've boiled three Idaho potatoes, and this is, I guess, serving for two people with a little bit of leftovers. Um, so I've boiled three Idaho potatoes by <laughs> microwaving them uh, for about six and a half minutes. And what I do is uh, I just put a little slit in the potato and then pop them in the microwave. Um, and for three of them, I only had to do about six and a half minutes. About, I do about two minutes for each potato and then 30 more seconds just in case. <laughs> um, so once they are done in the microwave, go ahead and pop them into some cold water in the bowl. I've already done that, and I know, I know, that's a little bit of cheating, but I just had to get them prepped before starting. Uh, so once they're boiled, you pop them into some cold water, and what that does is, the reason why you do that is once you get the potatoes really hot and bo at boiling temperature, they keep on cooking inside the skin if you do not go ahead and put them in the water immediately and what that does is um, it just stops the cooking process of the potato so I went ahead and did that and I have peeled the potatoes because once you peel them the skin comes right off you can just make a little cut in the skin and then just peel it off with your fingers um, and do not be afraid to get your hands dirty get your hands um, you know involved with your food because it's just simple and easier and a little more intuitive that way um, so what I've done is I've peeled the potatoes and now I am going ahead and dicing them into nice little pieces. You don't want them to be too small. What I'm doing is I'm just slicing it down the middle and then uh, dicing each half um, so they're about an inch like each way. So they're not too small of pieces. Um, so you don't want to like shred them or anything. You just want to dice them into little chunks. Alrighty, that is what I'm doing here. See, I'm on to my third potato. And of course, if you're making a bigger uh, serving, use more potatoes. Three should be good enough for now. Now, alu matar is a dish that I used to have in India pretty often because it was a mother's weekend go-to and today is a weekend for me it's a Sunday uh, and my mom used to make it whenever she was feeling feeling a little bit lazy and talk about being lazy for an Indian mother I mean she still makes some fresh food even when she's feeling lazy <laughs> all right now I got my potatoes peeled and diced there we go and now I am looking for my non-stick pan <laughs> Okay, there we go. Alright, so go ahead and get your pan onto medium heat with a little bit of olive oil. Uh, there we go. I just bought some fresh olive oil from the farmer's market. I'm excited to use it. Just a cooking oil. 
All right, now while this oil is heating up, what I use for my alumata is I have frozen peas um, in the freezer, and which I also get from the farmer's market. Uh, I know fresh peas are always better. If you can do it, way to go. If you can plan your meal that way, that's great. I just like to have a whole bag of peas on hand at all times in the freezer just in case I want to bust into them at some point. All right, so I am putting about a cup's worth of peas in a bowl. Oh, they're so cold. Ah. All right, there we go. All right, so you put about a cup's worth of peas in a bowl, and then you pour water over them until they're fully covered. And then what I like to do is I like to microwave them for about a minute or about 50 seconds. I'm really weird about microwaving times. I get them down to the second. All right, I do about 53 seconds. Okay, here we go, start. Now what that does is the frozen peas, it'll just, um, you know, cook them, but not fully cook them. It'll get them unfrozen, you know, thawed up, but then cook just a little bit so we're ready to put them into our uh, dish. All right, now while that's going on, your oil should be hot enough. Go ahead and grab uh, some cumin seeds. Grab some cumin, you throw it in the oil. And when you're about to throw the cumin in, your, your oil should already be pretty hot. Um, and I've thrown in about two teaspoons of cumin seeds. And that's my peas. Let's see if they're, uh, they feel good. All right. Your peas are good. Go ahead and drain your peas while your cumin seeds are cooking. Now the best thing about cooking, of course, is multitasking. Now while things are going on, with the cumin on the stove, you're draining your peas, your potatoes are ready and diced and boiled. That's perfect. Ah, oh. Now, be careful not to burn yourself because when you microwave stuff, it's sometimes hot and cold in different places. All right, I got my peas all drained up and ready to go. This dish is so simple, you will be so astonished. You're going to be like, whoa, you're done already? That's crazy. This is why mothers in India always make this when they don't have any time, when they're feeling lazy. They're like, you know what? I'm going to throw this aloo mutter together and that's it. <laughs> all right, all you're going to need for this dish, now my three main spices that I have on hand at all times, salt, duh, of course, Red chili pepper, like red uh, chili powder, the uh, powder, red chili powder, and then chaat masala. Chaat masala is just a blend of Indian spices that are tangy and just delicious. You can find them at any Indian store, any Indian grocery store. Um, I actually found my chaat masala at the farmer's market, at the DeKalb uh, farmer's market in Decatur in Atlanta. Uh, and uh, it's freshly ground. It's just a blend of different Indian spices, chaat masala. So the three top ones, salt, red chili powder, and chaat masala. And that is all that goes into this dish. That is it. You do not need anything else to go in here. 
brilliant. No tomatoes, no ginger, no garlic, nothing. All right, I'm just waiting on my cumin to kind of give off a little bit more color. I want it to be a little bit darker. I want it to sizzle more. And when you know that cumin is good enough and it's like cooked enough and you can start adding more things to your pan, is the aroma, the smell. You can really smell it. You, it starts to scent up the air, the kitchen, the entire house. And you can kind of hear it too. So cooking is really part of all sorts of sensory overload. You smell it, you see it, you hear it. It's so wonderful. All right, there we go. Now I see it getting darker. Oh, and be really careful. It is very, very easy to overcook cumin. It'll become really dark black at some points. Um, and obviously you don't want that. All right, now I've added salt to taste, red chili powder to taste. Ooh, yum. Now it really depends how much chili powder you want. It depends on how spicy you want the dish. If you feel like your pan is burning up a little too much, just reduce the heat, you know, take it easy, move your pan over to a cool stove. All right, after red chili powder, you want your chopped masala. I am putting in about a three-fourth teaspoon worth. That's it, that's it. There we go. And honestly, that is all you have to do. Okay, there we go. I, I had to move my pan away. <clears throat> and when you add all of these spices to some hot oil, you know, some of them will uh, get into the air. Uh, you might smell them a lot. Feel free to turn your vent on. All right, those are my peas going in. That's a nice sound, isn't it? <laughs> I've even taken out my spatula. Like, this is how late in the game I even take my spatula out. Alright, so the peas are in. They're cooking up. They're looking good. And at the same time, go ahead and also add your potatoes to the mix. I've got them. Alright, I've got them all diced up on my cutting board. I'm just going ahead and adding all my potatoes in. And since they are already boiled, um, they are soft. So what you want to do to mix all of this together is not, you know, aggressively mix them together, but to fold, to gently fold um, the potatoes into the mix. And all we're doing here is um, getting a nice sear on the potatoes and the peas. You've got all your spices in there already. That's all you need. And you're gently folding so that you don't crush the potatoes into a giant mush. My mom is so particular about that. Whenever I try to help in the kitchen, I grab, I go for the spatula. And she, she always just yells back. She, she just says, be careful not to mush everything together. Be gentle with the dishes. You want to respect your food always, always and forever. Just respect your food. Treat it gently. Um, so treat these potatoes with gentle care. There we go. Now I'm going to kick up my heat a little bit, just a touch above medium, because everything's in the pan. I like where everything is. I'm not scared that anything's going to get burnt. I want to get a nice uh, spicy sear to my potatoes. 
And as you make this, honestly, this is all you have to do. Now all you're doing is just making them good and putting this here on the potatoes. You should see the spices being enveloped by the potatoes and the peas, the oil, the olive oil just encasing everything. This will be really, and the cumin, of course, the scent of the cumin is really coming out now. Super, super duper easy dish. Now, because we are super humans and we can multitask, I'm going to let this sear for a moment. I like to serve this up with um, pre-made naan that I have in the freezer. And I know all Indian mothers are probably just uh, not happy about that one. Uh, my mom always makes fresh rotis, and if I had more time, I would do that. But right now, for the time being, you can get pre-made naans from your local grocery store or from the local Indian store. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and throw them onto my griddle with a little bit of olive oil. Um, there we go. Plug it in my griddle. Ah, there we go. How are you doing today? What are you making in your kitchen? Are you making this with me? If you are, I'm so happy. That's so nice. All right, now definitely keep an ear on your pan because once the sizzle starts getting real strong, you know that something is sticking, even though you have a nonstick pan. Things will still stick because food is food and it will burn. <laughs> Booyah! That looks amazing! Now this is a dish, for example, my mother would make in India for Akash, my brother, and me. When we were going to school, um, everybody in India, the kids get packed lunches. And I guess this is so easy to make. I mean, already it's ready, right? Like you're only putting a sear on the potatoes. Uh, that my mom would make it in the morning for us to take to school. So I just remember opening up my little lunch box in school and seeing this dish with some fresh rotis to go with it. At the time, of course, not too excited about it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think it was a very exciting dish. But now that I'm away from home, and, and I live in Atlanta, and I'm away from my mom, it's just such a nice, gentle reminder of home. It's such a simple, beautiful dish. It's just potatoes and peas. I mean, it doesn't get any more simpler than that. Oh, but listen to that. That is beautiful. Booyah! What time do you have to go to work tomorrow? I go in at 5 a.m. Can you beat that? Can you beat that in time? <laughs> All right, now I'm just putting my naans on the griddle. What I'm using is tandoori naan, and it's by Deep. Uh, from just your local Indian grocery store. And, of course, you can use your general uh, Publix naans as well. They're really yummy as well. I'm putting three down because I know Andy likes to have two. I just like to have one. Um, I also serve up this dish with some plain yogurt. I mix my yogurt in with some uh, chopped masala. See, when you're cooking with me, you must, must, must have some salt, red chili powder, and some chopped masala because those are the three main ingredients, oh, main spices that I put into just about everything. Oh, you hear that sear? I love it. 
This is simple and tangy and spicy. Just enough to get you through the evening. All right, you multitasking human. Go ahead and grab your yogurt from the refrigerator, as I do. Now, yogurt's really good for you. So here's something fun about Indian cuisine in general. It's usually a vegetable curry or a mix like we're making today, and then served up with some type of bread, like roti or naan. So, you know, you've got your grains there. You've got your vegetables. You've got your grain with the bread, the type of bread that you're serving. And then you've got a side of yogurt, which is dairy. You've got a side of dairy. Um, usually it's also served with a little bit of salad on the side, so a little bit of more vegetables. So all you're looking for is um, a well-balanced, you know, more parts of the food pyramid on your plate. And if it's not vegetables you're serving, it's either lentils or grains. It's just all parts of the food pyramid. Alrighty. And there we are. You can hear that. I know you can hear that. You can hear that sizzle in my pan. Haha. <laughs> and that is it. You've got your naan going on the griddle. I've got my yogurt ready. And he doesn't like to eat yogurt, so he doesn't eat it. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> But um, I've got my yogurt, I've got my naan, I've got my potatoes and peas. That is it, a nice, homely, warm dinner. I really hope you try this. Let me know if you try it. Um, I'm here uh, rooting for you. Try making this dish. It is not very difficult at all. But until next time, I'll catch you later.